For many years, Gaylene Drew had a vision to start her own business as an interior designer. She'd completed her studies, she'd worked for other small businesses for nine plus years and was well regarded by her employers, industry contractors, builders and suppliers. But taking that leap to break away from the security of employment and start her own business was scary. And as a business owner, there's never a guarantee that your vision will actually come to life. And that added responsibility to carry the business rather than just working in it as an employee is very, very different. And perhaps maybe you've experienced this yourself when you first started your business, or maybe right now you're in that space of deciding to continue with your current employment or follow your dreams and take a risk to open your own business. Today, I'm chatting with Gaylene Drew, who opened her business in September 2022, just five months ago, and she's sharing her journey with us today. I'm incredibly proud of her and what she has accomplished in such a short space of time, and also the way that she's doing it in considering all sides of being in business, paying attention to her own energy levels and self-care while she's raising her two young kids. She's doing it in a way that supports the season of life and the season of business that she finds herself in. So I'm really excited to share this episode of the podcast with you today. Hello, I'm Donna Han, a business coach and an online course creator And this is the She's in Business podcast. You can think of me as your business bestie, who's a few steps ahead of where you are right now. As a mum fueled with ambition and determination, I've created and sold three businesses. I've learnt the lessons, made mistakes, and I understand the daily juggle and the hustle. I also know what it's like when relationships fray and burnout taps you on the shoulder. That was my world until I reshaped and transformed the way I ran my six-figure business. Today, I help women to transform their businesses and go from being the overwhelmed entrepreneur to becoming the thriving entrepreneur, feeling energized, empowered, and fulfilled within their business lifestyle. I want to inspire your business journey and help you to stop spinning your wheels because I want you to burn bright instead of burning out. And I'll invite other entrepreneurs to share their real life stories too, because I want you to know that you're not alone. You can be the savvy entrepreneur that you are born to be and enjoy the freedom to do the things and be present with the people that mean the most to you. So if you're ready to rise to the next level and build a business by design, this is the She's in Business podcast for mums who are made for more. Hey, hey, and welcome to another episode of the She's in Business podcast. I'm your business buddy, Donna Han, and today I'm joined by Gaylene Drew, an interior designer who has recently started her own business. She took the plunge to step away from her safe, stable, consistent employment to chase her dreams and carve out her very own version of success. And she's here today to share with us about her, you know, really her passion for what she does as an interior designer and shed some light on her journey thus far into small business ownership. So welcome to the show, Gaylene. Hi, Donna. Thanks for having <laughs> well, me. You are so welcome. I can't wait to get started and chat with you all about everything that you do. But before we dive into the business stuff, would you mind sharing a little bit about you um, so that the listeners can get to know you a little bit more? 
Oh, I'd love to. I do find these things nerve wracking. I don't really like to talk <laughs> about myself too much. Um, but I guess to start off with, I'm a mother and a wife foremost. Um, and then I'm an interior designer. I also have a background in building design and drafting, which has led me to where I am today and pursuing my passion for interior design. So um, yeah, I'm a mother, I have two kids, a boy and a girl, they're six and nine and uh, well, actually nine going on 19. So it makes for a great <laughs> family environment. <laughs> um, but yeah, trying to juggle all that and, and start this new business. So by new, I'm going into the fifth month of my business and really enjoying it and really learning a lot along the way um, about how business runs and also running a business with a family as well. Yeah, because that can be so challenging. I think, um, you know, I've ran businesses pre-kids and then with Mm. kids in tow and it's vastly different, you know, the amount of time that you can spend on your business, the amount of things that you have in your mind as a mum day to day and then you're putting the business stuff on top of that. It can be, yeah. It can be really tricky. So yeah. you're certainly not alone in that space. I'm there too. And I know a lot of the listeners um, are also mums in business. Um, so you've been doing interior design and, like you said, work in the building sort of industry for like nine plus years. Is that about yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So I guess I started um, when I first left school, I decided to study interior design. I did a year of studying and then I was like, I wasn't sure if this was was the job for me. I was like, mm. I, I don't know about this. And so I took a year off and um, really had to think about where my passions lie and what I want to do and pursue. And after that year, I decided, no, it is where I want to be. It is what I want to do and um, continued my studies in interior design and gaining my diploma. Um We then made a big move like I was in the city in Brisbane and me and my partner, now my husband, decided to make the move to Gladstone up here where unfortunately I guess the jobs within that um, sector are not as prevalent and available. So um, worked in retail for a bit and eventually got a job doing drafting and building design with a local company. And, yeah, I was there for nine or so years before... um, working with another interior design business in town yeah and that has now led me to my own business yeah and so rewind back to the decision making process like actually moving from being an employee having a stable part-time job to deciding it was time to step out in your own business was this something that had been on your mind for a while yeah it had been on my mind for a little bit Yes, working in the building design part of the business, I worked with a lot of families on the floor plans of their new homes and how they work in regards to the function and the flow. But then during that process, I'd always hear from those clients as well, the struggles that they were having with the interior selections and how many things they need to select and how many things they need to decide on and injecting their personality into the space. And, but also making sure it was functional and practical and aesthetically pleasing as well. And um, I really, I had a passion for that, but it was hard to follow whilst I was working as a building designer, because that wasn't my job or my role, but I really wanted to pursue that and work with those clients on bringing clarity to the interiors of their new homes or renovations as well. 
And so it had been a thought in my mind for a while. Um, I was lucky that a job came up that I was able to then pursue that and, and work with clients and really did discover that, yeah, I want to do this on my own and really prioritise, I guess, the client experience and making sure that they're involved the whole way and communicated with and have a clear understanding of what's going on within the renovation or new build. Yeah. And so at that point when you were like, okay, I want to start my own business, did you have a clear plan of how you were going to do that? Or what did you know at that point I need extra help in that area? I didn't have a clear plan. I It was actually a really difficult decision to make because, you know, I had to consider my family and the financial impact it would have on my family as well because, you know, starting a business isn't always cheap. Um, there's lots of things to consider. It's not a consistent, no guarantee of a consistent income. Um, but the hardest part was that I wasn't leaving a job that I hated you know I wasn't in a bad place with my job I was working in a fantastic environment I was working with wonderful women I was getting to be creative it was stable I was earning an income and a wage that I could rely on I didn't have the stresses I guess of that other behind the scenes accounting and emailing and all the other stuff that comes with running a business so it was it was difficult it took a lot of deep and meaningful conversations with my husband um, Mm -hmm. about, I guess, A, the financial impact, also the impact it would have on my family. Mm. But, um, you know, I, we had those conversations, we came up with a clear plan, you know, we worked out, well, if it doesn't work out, these are things that we can do, or this is how long we can sustain you doing this. But then Also, I guess I found I'd um, met you several years ago and then had been following your journey with your businesses and starting the Ready to Rise program. And um, so I decided to get in touch with you and we had a chat about um, how I was feeling and and how your program could help with that. And Mm -hmm. I think having that initial chat with you really helped set some clarity in my mind about you know, sometimes you've just got to take that leap and you've got to do it and you've got to give it a go or else, you know, later on down the track, you might regret it that you didn't. Yeah. And it's, it's so tricky because as a business coach, I hear this a lot. You know, I speak with a lot of women who are wanting to either break from the corporate role or start their own business or take a, you know, a business that's kind of been more of a hobby on the side for a number of years and really go two feet in with it. And This is, you know, part of why I wanted you to come on the show is because I want women to know that they're not alone, that it is 100% possible to go all in and that it can be done and you don't have to necessarily do it alone because it is bloody scary. You know, each time I've started a business, I've gone through the same thing in myself and going, oh, my goodness, like there is, I know that there's so much more work involved than a normal part-time or casual job or even a full-time job where you're walking in or walking out each day and you get your pay packet at the end of the month or whatever it is. There's so much more that goes along with that. But like I said to you, when we very first had our conversation about you starting your own was you can continue doing what you're doing, but you'll always have this feeling of, you know, am I 
not really jumping in and pursuing the thing that I know is really going to light me up. And yes, it's a risk, but what's the worst thing that can happen? And I think we talked about what the worst thing that would happen could be and Mm. how you would troubleshoot your way through that. There's always risk in anything that we do in life, but it's figuring out what is a risk that you're comfortable with and then what are the areas that maybe are making you feel uncomfortable with that change and can you get some support and some structure around that to help you through that. And I think that's where, for me, the whole purpose behind the Ready to Rise program is it's helping women who have this dream to go big with their business or to start a business for the first time or to take their hobby business and really make it something. It's the support that you need so that you don't have to go it alone to make the costly mistakes and potentially, you know, fall into that, you know, our fears yeah, become yeah. a reality. Yeah, we're all in, um, like, like-minded women in a similar situation. So mm-hmm. I guess I like to, um, it's as an example, it's like, you know, when I first had my children and a first-time mother, I'm like, oh, you know, my kid's not sleeping at night, maybe this is unusual or they're not eating this and not eating that and being a part of a mother's group mm-hmm. and realising that yeah. we're all in the same boat you know, their child's not sleeping, their child's not developing at the same pace. We're all different. We're all individuals, but we are like-minded in the same boat, essentially in the same situation. And we can share our experiences Mm -hmm. and relate to each other and help and guide each other in this like-minded community. Yeah. And that's part of why with Ready to Rise, there is that community. And that's why we do the group coaching uh, sessions each week. But I think the other thing that's a little bit different from a mother's group is that having a business coach at your fingertips someone who's actually done it before and done it many times successfully is the difference and um I hope that you've really seen the you know the benefit of that because yeah it's great to have business buddies that are on the same level as you doing the same kinds of things but having someone who is you know 10 steps ahead and has done it successfully that you can draw from their knowledge and that they're happy to really pass that through is Yeah, a bit of a game. Yeah, someone changer. with that experience that can guide us and <laughs> yeah. lead us down the path. Yeah. Yeah. And you chose to invest in the program before you'd started earning any income from your business. Tell me mm. about that. I guess I wanted to have a stable base on which to grow my business. So, you know, a clear understanding of why I was starting my business. Um, the goals that I wanted to achieve and how to achieve them as well and you know have someone who has that business experience and who is 10 steps ahead of me to help me and guide me who's been there before because I haven't done it before so I decided it was a worthy investment to just help me make sure I was starting on the right foot and had some systems and processes in place before hitting the go button yeah for sure and what for you has been the biggest benefit of being in the program I guess the the support and having that understanding from yourself and like-minded women and um your experience like on my side to help me has been definitely the biggest benefit with the program Mm, yeah that's I think that that's really important to acknowledge um and getting that level of support it we can have friends in our life. We can have family who are supportive of us being in business, but they don't necessarily get it. Um, and that can be 
kind of challenging as the yeah. business owner. Even getting my husband to get it. So, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I have been had a couple of whinges to you about he's just not understanding, he doesn't get it. Donna will. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. And we can't expect them to get it because they haven't lived it, you know. And that's the difference, I think, in having like-minded women who are on the same business journey as you, plus having a business coach at your fingertips who really understands and gets it and has the knowledge of moving through those challenges or, you know, avoiding the mistakes that potentially you're fearful of making um, is where it's it really stands alone, I think. Um, but you've also been a private client of mine as well, I which... Have. yeah. It's interesting that you've been both through a group coaching program and an online learning kind of self-paced program to then being in the sort of the Zoom room with me as we do Mm. with one-on-one coaching. In comparison, what has that experience been like for you? I guess in the group um, process, it's been great to chat with other women and yourself and go over things and, you know, learn that we are on the same page and experiencing different things. But I guess in the one-on-one private coaching is enabled like with you to really knuckle down on some key issues and key goals that I have within the business and really talk about them in detail and have a clear action plan on where to go, how to achieve the, and have the clarity moving forward um, in a, in a personal, more personalized environment, but also casual as well. And, you know, a bit more freedom to really talk about how I'm feeling and Mm. how we can get past it and move forward. Yeah. And like you said, like sometimes we're touching on stuff that can feel quite private that you don't necessarily Mm. want to have out there in a group environment. Um, We do definitely within that group environment, we practice confidentiality and we're very respectful of each other. But I think sometimes just having that one-on-one chat is completely different to being in the group setting. Yeah, definitely. If you're enjoying today's podcast, I think you would love the practical strategies and frameworks that I share inside the Ready to Rise program. And right now the doors are open so you can join. If you have the passion and determination to take your business to the next level without burning out, which I know you do, and you want to make this year the best one yet, and for the record, it's totally possible, then you need my framework. The Ready to Rise program will take you from feeling exhausted, overwhelmed, and burnt out to feeling energized, inspired, and armed with the skills to grow your business. The overall goal of the program is pretty simple. It's to equip you with the actionable strategies and frameworks to create a business that lights you up, not burns you out, so that you can really enjoy the freedom to do the things and be present with the people who mean the most to you. It's a program specifically designed for mums looking to leverage their time and productivity to build a business that lights them up as high in profit and low in stress. So if you want to get the essential skills and strategies to build a profitable business that works for you, your lifestyle and your bank balance, then why not now take action? Sign up today and start on the path towards the life and the business you've been dreaming of. Go to www.donahan.com forward slash course doors close Wednesday, the 8th of March. And so 
Something else that's really unique about our working relationship is that I've been lucky enough to be on the other side and you've actually been my interior designer for the Renault that we're doing. <laughs> You're so lucky. So <laughs> I am so lucky. You know what? I really am. And I was oh, I'm glad to hear ref- that. <laughs> yeah, I've been reflecting on this because obviously I've known that we're going to be doing this podcast recording together. Um, and you know, it is unique that I have been able to work with you as your client, as well as you being a client of mine. Yeah. Um, and my husband and I are starting a full house reno. Um, and Big oh my job. goodness, it is. And I've never worked with an interior designer before. My hubby was kind of apprehensive because, you know, he thought we'd be fine. We can just do it ourselves. How hard could it be? That kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But I can say that, you know, going into the project, I was feeling completely overwhelmed and, you know, by the size of it, um, knowing what comes first in the line of like normal renovations in doing things in a particular order that impacts different trades and all of that kind of stuff like whose responsibility is it to organize this is it mine is it the builders is it the tradies like how do I figure out the sizes and the dimensions and the structural changes and the furniture and the textures and the colors that like my head was exploding yeah um and it's not like we had a conversation and you said to me, it's kind of like the flip, like you're the business coach that knows all the things about business and I'm the interior designer that knows all the things about interior design. Yeah. And it was a, a pretty cool experience actually because once I started working with you, I felt instantly guided and safe knowing that you'd done it so many times before and you did so much of the legwork, like, you know, and I know I'm just like, I just probably just need to shut up and let you explain the process. But, <laughs> no, you know, no. The, the 3D I love designs. The feedback. <laughs> yeah, and the 3D designs that you do have been so helpful to bring the vision to life that I think my hubby and I probably didn't realize we were on different pages with some stuff yeah. until it was there in front of us. And we looked at the layouts and went, oh, actually, I thought we would do this. And the other was, oh, I thought we'd do that. And, you know, making the decisions on the textures and finishes, I think you've saved us like so much oh, money. Lord. And I know you're not a marriage counselor and you're very specific <laughs> about that, which I think is great. Um, I'm, I but- I'm there to mediate and assist and guide. <laughs> <laughs> But I think you've also saved us a lot of arguments too, you know, oh, in, <laughs> in everything that you do without even really needing you to be a mediator. But, you know, it's helped us so much. So I know the process of working with you, but can you share with us your process for working with a new client? What are the steps that you take them through? Because I think it's really important to share that and bring more light to what an interior designer is and where your value it really sits in the designing process and ultimately the I guess the the budget at the end of the day like we've already Mm. worked out that we think you've saved us like 25 grand when we look over different things yeah so Mm. can you walk us through what the process is yeah well I guess initially you would make contact with me and that can be easily done online like on my website there's a quick form you can fill out I'll contact you within 24 hours and we can have a bit of what I like to call a discovery call, which, you know, we spend 15 minutes on the phone having a chat about your project and discussing how Gaylene Drew Designs can assist you and help you through the project. So like reducing the overwhelm and helping with selections and finishes or floor plan layout, 
um, budget and getting quotes, 3D visualization, like I can assist with all those things. Um, and then from there, I'd like to meet with the client on site um, and go through the project and actually view the space and discuss in a deeper detail about how I can help. From that point, we do like a scope of works, which outlines the project to just, it's to ensure that we're on the same page and I haven't misunderstood uh-huh. what you want to achieve from uh-huh. the design and working together and do a quote. And then from there, we, we go into, I guess, what we like to call the fun stuff. So yeah. creating the mood boards, making sure that I'm picking up on your vibe and what colours you want, what look you want. Do you want modern? Do you want country? Do you want coastal? And refining that. And this is also a good point where, you know, we find out maybe your husband's thinking coastal and here you are thinking industrial. And it's a good starting point to realise, oh, we need to get on the same page here Mm -hmm. in our partnership as well for the rest of the design. Yeah. And so, we, yeah, we start with that, creating the vibe and the feel. And then we go into working out how the space is going to work and flow and function best for your family. So, you know, for example, you're removing some walls um, so you have a more open environment. Hubby wants a his own media room and space so making sure that that space works to what he wants and Mm. he wants to achieve um and we're doing going through the selections again making sure they're practical functional but also within your budget and working out ways that we can maybe change up some selections and finishes so that we can reduce some costs elsewhere but maybe allow you to splurge a bit more in other areas of the home. And that's been incredible because that has been something that you really have helped us with um, in getting the vision that we want, but making sure it's coming in on budget as well, because it is such a big reno um, that you think you've got a big budget, but then once you start stepping everything out, it's like, oh, we've also got a lot of space to spread that across. And you've been really helpful with that as well. Um, So if people want to get in touch with you to work with you, what's the best way that they can do that? Yeah, um, probably the best way is my website. Mm -hmm. Uh, So there's a quick contact form on there, fill it out and I'll give you a call. But you can also contact me on Instagram. So um, that's Drew underscore designs. And you'll see like a bit of my work there and I offer some free hints and tips and advice when it comes to interior design on there as well. And I like to share some fun and pretty mood boards. Yeah, your stuff on Instagram is really great. And I know that's been a big um, strategy that we've been working on together is making sure that your Instagram as a designer is really visually appealing and is helpful to people um, in building that trust and credibility so that then people are going to be wanting to work with you. So um, it's been an amazing journey thus far in working with you as a client and me being your client. It's been really interesting. Um, great. Yeah, it's been really good. So is there any other tips that you would like to share from the perspective of being a new business owner that maybe other people listening would be, you know, would be beneficial for them to hear? Yeah, I think get someone on board that's on your side to help and guide you. You know, it that it definitely is just even just someone else to bounce ideas off. Um who has experience that can offer advice on, yeah, this works, this doesn't work. Um, And they can also help you in 
introducing you to another community of people that you can all work together and bounce ideas mm. off. But having somebody on your side that's there to be a, I guess a voice of reasoning as well, you know, sometimes you need that voice there that say maybe that's not a great idea or how about we try something else or do something different. But knowing that they're coming from a place of experience and expertise that I don't have and then probably, you know, your listeners, some of them don't have. But also have confidence in yourself and your own abilities, I guess. Like, you know, I really did. That was the other part, questioning whether I was even good enough to go out on my own and had the confidence and the ability to do it. But yeah, I think we're a whole lot stronger than we think and a whole lot more capable than we give ourselves credit for. So have, yeah. have a bit of faith in yourself and your abilities and take the leap and you know, there's always, yes, there are things that can go wrong, but there are also amazing things that can happen. Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, the other thing here as well is that it's always progress over perfection in, you know, getting in there, giving it a go and doing your best and working around the concept of progress over perfection, because, you know, if we're always striving for perfection, if we're always striving for the right time to step away from your part-time job and step out on your own if you're waiting for that perfect moment it's never going to happen and you'll find yourself 10 years in the future wondering why you didn't just take the chance 10 years ago to do it and how far along you would be now you know that um saying like the best time to plant a tree was 10 years ago but the next best time is now and it's like you said believing yourself jumping in there giving it a go Sometimes it can feel messy, especially at the start, it can feel messy. But if you get the right people around you to support you and you do what works for you and your family and just keep thinking it's going to get better, it's going to get easier, Mm. I'm a work in progress and so is my business, then I think that that's a really good way to, you know, wrap up our conversation today and give people the self-belief and confidence to do what you've done and step out and start your own business. I think it's incredible. Yeah, just give it a go, you know. Yes, you're, you're stronger than you think. Yeah. 100%. More capable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thanks so much for joining me on the podcast today, Aileen. It's been a pleasure chatting with you. Thank you, um, Donna. I'll link in the show notes all the ways that you can get in contact with Aileen. And, um, yeah, thanks so much for being on. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the She's in Business podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Please share it on Instagram and Facebook, and I'd be so grateful if you could leave me a review on iTunes. Be sure to include your business name and your Insta handle so I can give you a shout out too. If you want to know more about what I do, the programs that I offer, and how you can work with me, then head over to Donahan.com and follow me on Instagram at Donahan underscore coach. I hope this podcast inspires you to be courageous, to step into your potential and take action on building a successful and profitable business beyond what you thought was possible.